Hi, I'm B. Allen, a.k.a. podcast host, a.k.a. comedian, and informer of things you may or may not know. I'm a heathen, and sometimes say things you may or may not agree with. I don't care. Hi, I'm Jay Jamal, minister, comedian, and podcast host. The opinions of this podcast are for entertainment only. Please pray for the pod, and may God help us all. It's a free country, and this pod costs you nothing for now. Keep listening, and soon you'll be paying for this ridiculousness. Until then, don't cancel us, and enjoy, enjoy the, the scheduled, scheduled program. program. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Church Parking Lot Podcast, where it is... <laughs> what you think? Uh, this is episode 112... Of the Church Parking Lot Podcast, a comedic conversation between a minister and a heathen. Uh, make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> it's going to be rough to get to this one. Um, and uh, churchparkinglotpodcast.com and our sole sponsor, Shop New Clothes. Yes. Uh, we're going to get this one started <laughs> somehow, some way, like we always do, with our favorite segment <laughs> entitled <laughs> For Why. Why For? <laughs> Jamal, you got it this week, man. What's happening, man? This man can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> who who is your childhood best friend? Childhood, like what childhood. what age you talking? We talking? You know, I switch them up like you know area codes. <sighs> okay, <clears throat> that that means the podcast will be ending pretty soon. <laughs> this friendship has you know traveled to about five years now. And uh, depending on the range of his best friendship ish, somebody new's gonna be in here. No, so. You good, man? You still on the good list? We we here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell uh, tell me about uh, some some. Just just name them off. Like, all right, let's go elementary school. Yeah, I mean, well, elementary school. Well, through elementary school is pretty much the next door neighbors. Okay, next door neighbors. All right, let's go middle school. Middle school. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's getting kind of foggy. It's getting kind of foggy. High school. It's getting kind of foggy. It's getting foggier. Okay, all right. Let's talk about after. Real foggy. After. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Skip a lot of BS, you know? You know, just work your way on in there. Yeah. (laughs) Like swimwear. That's what they say. I don't wear that stuff. You don't wear that stuff? No. Okay. Alright. So Big Shorts. Can you can you think of somebody that you've been friends with uh-huh. that, you know, ended up becoming like like your worst enemy? Like somebody you 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 was cool with, mm-hmm. but then something happened and you was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? Now you like despise them? Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. 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 You I, can, I can say that. I okay. Can say that. Okay. So, I can say that. 
<sighs> and I only say that because I tried to, you know, I tried to reach out to this particular person a couple of times over the last few years. Okay. Just and they to, didn't respond you know, back? Nah. Nah. Not the proper one. Okay. So, yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna try and get through this man I swear so there's a story out of where there was two sisters not technically not blood sisters but they oh, you know yeah. they called themselves that they yeah. called themselves sisters uh, and and they were uh, given the tag two peas in a pod okay yeah I heard that before you know um, yeah, yin and yang all that. yin and yang yeah, yeah, you know, chain. Yeah, you see one, you see the other. Gotcha. Or the other one ain't too far behind. Right. Right. Well, uh, these two girls are uh, no longer friends. Okay. Uh, Florida happens. doctor is behind bars after fatally choking her realtor sister to death in a seemingly random attack. Hold on, man. You went from zero to a hundred <laughs> real quick. First, it was girls with peas in a pot, and now somebody's getting strangled. Girls trip. Oh. One of us is coming back. The other one ain't. <laughs> Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Who 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 choked who? Uh, you know, they were they were friends, and they were uh, I'm guessing both realtors. Yeah. And uh, one of them just spazzed out. Just passed out on the other one, and uh, you know, one thing led to another, or one hand was on one side, yeah. the other hand was on the other side. You do right. the hokey pokey and you <laughs> shake them all about, you know. I got you, that's what it's all about. That's what they say. <laughs> so, uh, the this is unfortunately, uh, we're, we're back in Florida. Okay. All right. Florida doctor uh, is behind bars for the shocking murder that shook the city of St. Petersburg. Uh, The police were asked to come to the home uh, in St. Petersburg by a 39-year-old physician named Cherie Howard. Okay. And her sister, 54-year-old real estate agent, Cheryl Lynn Howard. Okay. So I guess they were actually sisters. Okay, yeah, sister, sister. Right, sister, okay. sister. You Got know. you. Uh, Cherie had called 911 just moments earlier to report that she just murdered her sister. So she called 911 to snitch on herself? Pretty much. Wow. That That's... I mean, hey... Is what it is. I guess if you already know it, there's enough evidence to lock you away. And what's the use of running? A couple of couple of drops of peroxide on the terry cloth towel would, you know, wipe some things. Anyway, uh, Sheree called nine one one just moments earlier to report that she had just murdered her sister. As officers entered the home, they found Sherry dead on the floor with injuries consistent with being choked to death. Yeah, that's what you said. She choked her to death. Choked her to death. Uh, the woman's aunt, Deborah Howard, said her nieces were two peas in a pod. And she called them good nieces. 
How old were these people? 
than trying to identify as an animal or an object. You think so? Or something? Well, yeah. Not. Okay, I get, I get, I, I see where you're going normal. with that because we've been. I see where you. It's going. unfortunate, but we've been killing as a people for thousands and thousands and millions of years. That is I, true. I, I don't know about millions, but at least thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's definitely an unfortunate situation. It, it really is, man, and I don't I don't understand what's going down in Florida. If you are of uh, any colored persuasion, uh, go to Atlanta if you live in Florida. Really, Alabama? You want to flood it down there? Or South Carolina? Or uh, what's next? For any state? That's what it sounds like you're going for. Hey, <laughs> just get out of Florida. Because they're apparently taking everything away from us. As not just black people, black, brown, light brown, uh, o- opaque. Uh, what? <laughs> o- you know, that opaque, you, you're mixed. Uh, yeah. <sighs> opaque means mixed? O- opaque is like an off-white. So, oh, okay. So you got to be mixed with something. Gotcha. So yeah, I guess it does mean mixed. Okay, <laughs> I guess it's just basic question, man. For why? Why for are we still killing our brothers and sisters? Because we trying to get the juice, man. Trying to get the juice, man. There's a few things, man. Well, look, there's <laughs> a few things that's that's killing our brothers and sisters. That yeah, does not involve. Um, the choking of other humans at all. That is true. Uh, but if you're eating something right now, you, you might you might choke on your food when you hear this <laughs> next uh, story. Unintended. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into detail on your stint that you've pulled, you know, in those cold nights and, you know, when you harbored you know when you was in the cell you know you know those jail stories you used to tell me about i ain't sure if you comfortable telling that because me personally i've never been behind bars so <laughs> with this next story i, I want to intro to you because I, I believe you you may or may not have spent you know like, <laughs> at, at least some kind of time with you know maybe a, a, a weekend or, you know uh a little Friday night bender, I don't know, 16-year-old B&E. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you were into, but, you know, I, I know they, they call you the Chicago, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to say it. Okay. You know what they call you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen, I don't know what... I don't know what B. Allen is talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, guess your record hasn't been expunged yet. You know, uh, I don't. I don't know. Don't put no tar on that. I understand. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. We're gonna edit that whole part out. Hey, my record's clean. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I, well, I'll say this: I've known plenty of people that have worked in the jail. Oh, work as as sheriffs. You know the workers. Continue. Tell me about the workers. Why ain't those pictures swinging? <laughs> Tell me about the workers and your your uh, your co-workers. 
listen, hey. Well, no, go all ahead, contraband man. ain't contraband, okay? Uh, I know, I know. Hey, man. But, you know, some, some conditions in some places are not fit for even people that have made bad choices in their life. Right. And there are some places that people should not have to have to go. Mm-hmm. I would rather see someone put out of their misery than for yeah. them to be or live or have to spend the time or the rest of their life in places like this. Because mm. this is crazy. Yeah. This is this is crazy. When you have you are the family member of a person who's incarcerated. Yes. And you will not have the chance to say your goodbyes or anything because they actually pass away in incarceration. Yeah, yeah, that is sad, man. But it's even sadder. Is that a word? More sad? More sad. Saturday. (laughs) It's, uh, (laughs) you know, seriously, it is pretty sad when, uh, a family member passes away in jail and yeah. you, you hear about how they pass. That's the it's bad even part. worse. Yeah. This man uh, that we're speaking of, uh, the Thompsons, Mr. Thompson's family uh, basically watched his health decline over time. Yeah. But it, uh, it, it came to a halt when they found his body in the cell. Yeah. It's basically rotting away. Right. Being eaten alive by uh, bugs and other insects. Yes. And not just any bugs. Yeah. Bed, bed, bugs. bed bugs. Have you ever had bed bugs? No. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone can basically say that they have woken up in, you know, in the middle of the night to something that they thought bit them. Yes. I don't know if it's a bed bug, yeah. but, but something bit you yeah. in the bed. Yeah. So it's yeah. technically the same thing, you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, everybody yeah. had a little bed bug. Little, little, little bed bug. Nah, you can't no. just have no little bed bug. Oh, okay. You got to have many. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. These these things do not just like, it's not like you just carry one home and then, you know, all of a sudden you feel something. Nah. Uh, nah. This, this, this joker finds somewhere to stay and then he just starts breeding. Wow. So you just immediately start multiplying. Yes. Wow. Yes. As soon as I down, I mean, get to work. That's what they do. That's, that's exactly what they do. Okay. And apparently they they got to work on him. Because <laughs> they, they were going to town. Right. And so previously I have worked at a uh, rent-to-own store. And uh, one of the jobs that I had when I first started out was actually cleaning furniture. So here's my uh, my little uh, you know uh, public service announcement to every one of those oh, who boy. are renting furniture. Okay. Uh, make sure you check it before it comes into your house. Check the furniture. Check the furniture. No, I don't need to check the furniture. I paid. I paid two thousand dollars yeah. for this twenty five dollar love seat. Over three months at 36% 
interest. A, APR. APR, yeah. What, what is that? When you're yeah. buying a car, same thing, right? Yeah, when you're buying thing. furniture. Yeah. It's sad, man. It's yeah. really sad. Over the course of seven years. Seven? <laughs> yeah. And I got the $200 insurance put on top of that. Put on top of that, yeah. 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 So, yeah, it better be clean when it comes to my house. I mean, it, Squeaky clean. I mean... I mean, so I can say this. <laughs> All the couches I clean. Well, there you go. I clean them real good. Yeah, I clean them good. Well, I made sure. Sure. Made sure. Wink, wink. And here's here's the crazy part. The crazy part is is that when it got so bad, mm-hmm. you you were not even allowed to bring it into the store. Oh wow. Yeah. You you basically you you tried to save it. In the truck, which is a box truck, you you set off bombs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you you checked it, and if it didn't work, you just got rid of it. Wow. It counted as a loss. Wow. But uh, apparently down in Atlanta... Hold on. You heard it here first. That's how you get around, folks. So... If you if you if you're doing like an errands, it was errands, right? It was the errands, or uh, who's the other people that rent furniture? Come on, come on, help me out. You're never gonna work there again. Come on, Rita Center. Rita Center. If you're in any of these people, uh, who's the other one with the furniture on? Uh, you know, not Goodwood. Pause. Um, Goodwill. First of all, Goodwill. No, there's another place. Is is good anyway. Buddies. Yep. Yep, buddies. You got buddies. Uh, you got uh, Renner Center. Oh, you got the big Aaron's. one, man. The big one that everybody be going to. They be scamming all the black folk. You know, Grand Pippity. There you go, Grand Furniture. Anywhere like that. <laughs> if you want to get around, if you want to get around the system, all you got to do is soil up the furniture. Just make it so bad that they won't want to take it back. And as soon as they don't take it back, get it professionally clean, and it's yours. I can neither confirm nor deny what he's saying that is true, that it will work. That means it works. <laughs> uh, you got it, man. You hey. Man. Life-saving tips over here. Hey, I have had that happen many a times uh, at the place that I worked, which will remain nameless, that I will not say. Yep confirm or deny what he said that it was in either case yes it it has happened where people have uh somehow like all right quick story so there was a customer who we found out was scamming Mm -hmm. um with tvs Mm -hmm. sofas washers and dryers Mm -hmm. bedroom furniture and they would literally Grab, go to somebody that they knew had it, put them in a jar, put them on the stuff. What, roaches? Roaches, bed bugs, <laughs> and they would put it on the stuff, put it in a room. Somehow they were able to contain it to just that room. And then they would call the people back and say, hey, this stuff has roaches, like refrigerators, washers and dryers, um, couches, roaches. Couches, bedroom furniture, mattresses, stuff like that, bed bugs. They would call and say, hey, this stuff got bed bugs real bad. And the people would come out and look at it. They'll say, oh, yeah, this is real bad. And then they would say, you can have it. Yo, who has roaches and bed bugs, like, on stockpile? Like, 
who's just has jars of roaches just waiting. I'm waiting for the call. My man said he need eight of them roaches by the night. Yeah. What? That's it. Come on, man. All you got to do is show that there's some type of, like, evidence of them there. Right. So how did they catch them? They actually... So somebody ended up going to their home and going to the wrong room to get to look at the furniture uh-huh. and saw the jars. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, that's my, that's my dinner. I need to get out of there. <laughs> Yeah, out of there. You don't know what you're dealing with. That's what there. I feed my lizard. I'm a different kind of monster. <laughs> it's all protein right here, yeah, baby. Your couch been breeding them so much. I've been scraping them off and eating them. <laughs> I would have made up something. I'm getting this free couch. <laughs> hey, man. That's, that's, that's what they used to do. But Mr. Thompson was not yeah. one of those people. Mr. Thompson was incarcerated and was housed in what was not fit for even a diseased animal. No, oh, that's wild, man. Yeah, man. My man, my man died in jail being eaten alive, alive by bed bugs and other insects. I see that. I that's see. that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, man. What's even crazier is this next detail um where they say, I, I guess he had a chance to survive, possibly. Possibly. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah. during the time of resuscitation, uh, Oof. allegedly. Uh, what, what, no, what? Keep going. Oh, uh, allegedly, an, uh, an officer was supposed to uh, administer CPR, but was freaked out. Yeah. Because, I mean, the man was. Literally, I guess, you know, just full of bugs and insects and bites all over. And it, it, it was too much. You going to put your mouth on that? Pause. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't I, I, hmm. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. That's wild. I mean, I know it comes to saving a life. You know, you never know what you're going to do. Yeah. But I guess at that moment. She knew exactly what she was going to do. Right. And it wasn't that. It wasn't that. <laughs> so maybe we are more cognizant of our <laughs> decisions. Yeah, absolutely. You know yeah. Absolutely. Can yeah. you imagine walking up on somebody, seeing them laying there? And it's like, oh, my God, you collapse and you go in there to try and perform CPR or, you know, chest compressions or what, what, whatever. And then yeah. you open their mouth and then all of a sudden just... <sighs> Just comes out of their mouth, pause. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight calling the police. <laughs> you are the police. You have to deal with this. <laughs> I'm the police. But you are. I'm calling the other police <laughs> from the next district. Hey, I dragged this man across the city lines. <laughs> I think this is your people's. <laughs> yeah, I'll come handle this. Man. Uh, yeah, man. man. Well, speaking of man, look, I, I got a bone to pick, man. When it comes to uh, just I don't know, dirty places, man. And I don't know, maybe you can help me out with this. Okay, one. all okay. right. Because uh, I don't, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the pod. I think I did briefly, but I'm gonna go in a little more detail on this. Okay, this is about when I was baptized. When you were baptized, yes. and I want to say I was. Whoo, was this on purpose? 
<laughs> I didn't know if you like slipped into the pool and like the the preacher like y'all was on some like youth retreat and he jumped in to save you and grabbed you by your head and your mouth was like Jesus keep him. It went something like that. <laughs> I just I remember first off, first off, uh huh, the baptisms were performed. After church, okay? Okay. All right. So, yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Service is over with. Everybody go home. Everybody goes home. All right. Uh, you, me, as in, okay, that's what we doing? Uh, that's, yeah. That's how you feel. Yeah, you know, it's just, you know, my phone has a mind of its own. It's got bed bugs in it. It's got bed bugs. They wanted to watch that video. So, it's me, pastor. Okay. There's a... Uh, I think like a couple of deacons. Right. Um my my parents. Okay. And I can't remember who else, but we were led out of the church. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Out of the church. Sounds very uh down the parking lot. Down the parking lot, around the corner, past the building. Then past another building, and then past the third building. Then we get to what looks like a a garage on a shed almost. Do you do you want to talk about this off nope. there? Nope. Nope. <laughs> time for the world to know. <laughs> we get to like a shed, like a shed, right? Like, okay. Like a shed, shed, like a, a, a like real a, shed, like a she shed. A she shed. Like a she shed from the early 1900s. Oh, okay. A cave. It had been sitting there a while. All right. You know, like it got the green mold that looked like it's a, like a Bob Ross painting on the side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what it looked like. It was the Jesus tomb. Okay. So, Pastor gets to the door, and I think one of the deacons is fumbling with the keys, trying to find, trying to figure out which one to get in there. Because, you know, just lock don't always work. <laughs> you know, nervous laugh back to everybody else. You know, finally gets in there, you know, and it's almost like, I don't know, like one of those interrogation room type vibes. Like when you're like underground somewhere and like there's supposed to be a light just dangling, you know, side swinging. to side. Yeah, man. But I don't understand why I'm in here because I'm like, how am I going to get baptized in here? And then I look to my left. And I saw a tub. Huge tub. It was a gargantuous tub. Right? And this tub... <laughs> this tub looked like it was fit for like a king or a queen. Or two people. Yes. Or two people. Or three. But I'm telling you, this tub had been through some things. It's been, it's been here a minute. <laughs> right? And look, I looked in the tub. I looked in the tub. And I just remember thinking to myself, no, nah, I don't think that's where I'm going. Because it's like... Was there bed bugs in it? No, it, it was like... It was like real water. It wasn't like water. It was almost like the water was coming from 
the creek outside. The water was it was water water. It was like dirty water and like at the you could see like if I step onto this my foot imprint is gonna be left at the bottom because that's how dirty it is. There's evidence. There's like algae growing on the sides of the tub. I'm not making this up. Man got baptized in a fishing pond. That's exactly what I look. It, it's I feel like a tadpole. A <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when we start to talk about dirty places, man, it it really draws up bad memories, and so I apologize for that. But I just I just thought y'all might want to know. So, in the name of the Father, the Son, and Mister Clean. <laughs> Somebody, please. Somebody, please. You're going to go down dirty, but you're going to come up clean. Oh, All that dirt is everybody else's sin. That's where yours is going. Well, speaking of <laughs> spiritual leaders, such as yourself, sir. I can't. I hope you're not this kind of spiritual leader. Because uh, one of the most famous uh, spiritual leaders uh, known to man at this point, uh, you know, I guess you'd say, uh, the great Dalai Lama is in hot water. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very hot water. Very hot um, water. Who is, the, who is the Dalai Lama? What do you know him as? Uh, Dalai Lama has been... A a Indian uh, eighty seven, a Indian uh, religious figure. Okay. Um, what religion exactly? Most of the know? time, they practice Buddhism. Okay. Okay. Fat boy. I, right. I like that guy. He just be sitting there looking fat. Yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> he gives us hope, man. You know what I'm saying? Give me a fat Jesus. You're a fat Jesus. You don't want the Jesus that's all cut up and, and, and swole. That's not even real. They didn't even have Jesus back then. <laughs> but he had to walk everywhere he went. <clears throat> that's true. He had to walk everywhere he went. And true. it wasn't like he, you know, he was a carpenter. So it wasn't like he had. Uh, so he had the hands and the feet going. Right. Okay. Precise. Right. Jesus, Jesus like this. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, he didn't need to call angels. Like, for real, for real. He could have just, you know, took some people out. Anyway, that's a whole other story for a different Easter Sunday. Uh, Dalai Lama, yeah, mostly Buddhist and, and stuff like that. But he's more of a person, you know, of peace and, you know, stuff like that. He has all these sayings that have so been he just recorded promotes, in the books. Promote spiritualism. Just higher energy, I guess. Yeah. Right? You know. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't well, know about this energy that he did here, but uh, we're trying to figure out because uh, the Dalai Lama was meeting with a young man in public. Uh, yeah, in public, approaching the Nobel Peace Prize winner in public. Yeah. Um, when the Dalai Lama was talking to the young man and uh, you know petting his head and. Yeah. 
caressing his cheek. And, giving him hugs. You know, I mean, that's kind of normal. It's an older father-type figure. Yeah. Grandfather. Great, great grandfather-type figure. That Bless you. Come here. We all don't get that, you yeah. know? You know, you get that old, old man hug. Yeah. So he was giving him that and, and talking to him. And, right. Um, then he uh, he requested something quite strange that you only hear in probably adult film or in jail. Oh man! Well, well, hold on, hold on. Before he requested this, there yeah. was something he did before that. What did he do before that? He uh, kissed the child on the lips. Okay, that's a little different, especially if it's not your child. Yeah, uh, yeah you yeah. know, no, no shade to any of the dads that that kiss their son. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, Wayne brothers and stuff like that. You know, if y'all kiss your family members in the mouth, then you know, yeah, that's that's, cool. that's your choice. You know, know Wayne Birdman. All yeah. That. yeah, 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 mafia but, members. But if if any if anybody requests this of you, uh huh, after you kiss them. On the mouth, yeah. Uh, you, you you might want to question about about Uncle Ray. The Dalai Lama, after Uncle Ray, after requesting the kiss on the on the lip, which he received from John John. Yep. Uh-huh. He then requested the boy verbatim mm-hmm. to suck my tongue. To which. The boy obliged. <sighs> Reluctantly. He's still obliged. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? You want to tell me what you're supposed to do? I mean, I know what you're supposed to do, you're but... You're supposed to knock that old ass man <laughs> clean out. I don't care what God you think you connect I'm to. I'm swinging on him. I'm going to connect to you. I'm, I'm swinging on him. I'm going to send you to him. Yes. You're you, going to meet the fat man. You, you're really going to meet the fat man in the sky. <laughs> that wear the beads with he a shirt that don't guy. fit. He ain't in the sky. He on a statue. It. <laughs> and he's on bobbleheads in many a dash. Many a dashboard nationwide. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, no, I... I guess because you know it's a different it's a it's a different country it's a different it's a different mindset those those kids discipline is different but I know damn well that if any of my kids were up there with any famous person right especially some man and some old old creepy old creepy non married decrepit looking never married don't have kids so. Yeah, yeah, but they don't know none of that. I'm just talking about the obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's just a monk man, and he asking to suck my tongue? Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to show you how I suck this tongue. So awesome. You're going to get this tongue lashing, and then you're going to catch this punch to the... Huh? Oh, my bad. They, they get it. They get it. <laughs> what well, yo, the The Dalai Lama is now... Apologizing, of yes. course, for the incident. 
what, what do you say? You're taking out of context or something? Uh, or, the Dalai uh, Lama said he wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused, adding he regrets the incident. Oh, just the words, huh? Just the words. Right. He says, the uh, his holiness says often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way even in public and before cameras mm. yeah okay so yeah I, I take that back so apparently the boy didn't he didn't suck the tongue yeah he he just the Dalai Lama kept licking his tongue out of that you know he, he did you know hey, he he's 87 yeah the Dalai Lama is 87 and uh so i mean so i i get it i get it because you know my my grandpa also went through dementia so you know i think that's what the dalai lama is experiencing right now and you know he had an, a young a young a young something in front of him he didn't know what it was and you know what it, was. it caressed him and kissed him in the mouth and you know one thing led to another he's Did like it? he's like where am i okay hey man my bed that's what it said that's where the bugs bite <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man that's, that's the best i got for him hey man this is what it says the dalai lama then points uh, uh oh, hold on let me go back let me see the 87 year old spiritual leader invites the boy on stage yeah points to his cheek and says first here yeah. Yeah. Meaning kiss. Yeah. Prompting the boy to give him a hug and a kiss. Then the Dalai Lama then points to his lips and says, then I think finally here also. He then pulls the boy's chin and kisses him on the mouth. Yeah, yeah, he's wilding. And the words, suck my tongue, he says, after a few seconds, and the Dalai Lama poked his tongue out. Yeah, man. It's, man, he's just going through, you know. Withdrawals. Women, women call it menopause. We call it men o pause. Or men on a pause. You know, a big pause. Yeah. And that's just, old men get old and nasty and creepy, and they, they need to be locked away. Locked away for, you know, just to protect themselves and I think the Dalai Lama is one of those people. Yeah. And they need to they need to they need to protect the little bit of legacy he has, but they also need to do a little bit of digging cuz I think something's fishy. Yeah, it's definitely fishy. fishy. You need to look up under the mattresses. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, cuz the Dalai you 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 different, buddy. Yeah, buddy. You definitely different. He, he's he's definitely different. He is he has been a spiritual leader uh, in the Tibetan community since 1959. Mm. Yeah, man. So, I, I think it's time for him to uh, go ahead and uh, retire. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. I mean, who still works at 87 anyway? Uh, Jeez. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll let that one go. Yeah, we definitely gonna let that one go because oh, I'm I'm not going to India when he's there. That's that's number one. Speaking speaking of taking trips, yeah. Speaking of taking trips, you know, going to India, going to other places. Yeah. Uh, what's the longest road trip you've taken? Longest road trip I've taken, and uh, is is uh, that's easy driving to um, Vermont. Driving to Vermont. Yeah. yeah How long yeah. is that? Uh, I think it was like 17, 17, 17 and a half, something like that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, All right. 
That was it. That's a good little trip. Yeah, it was a nice little trip. I don't remember the mileage, but yeah, it was a nice little trip. Good little trip. So uh-huh. you were old enough to drive. Oh yeah, absolutely. I had my own vehicle. I'm, I'm okay. a whole adult in these streets. Yeah, you you yeah. out here. Yeah, I'm out here. Yeah, you outside. out here. Out here, outside, you yeah. know. Yeah. Meeting with the Dalai Lama and everything. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I was with him. <laughs> Might have had a Buddha. Might have had a Buddha little bobblehead. A little, yeah, little Buddha bobblehead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what what was the longest trip as a child, like before you could drive? Like before I could drive? Yeah. Like, like riding? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember, but it would probably have been like... Uh, South Carolina or something like that. Not very long. Not very long. No. So my longest one, uh, when I was a child, living in Illinois, we drove all the way to Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. For a family reunion. Wow. Yeah, I was about six or seven years old. Corn huskers. Yeah, yeah, we were out there. Husking corn. Husking corn. Gotcha. But I have never in my life, I've I've driven a car at 12, mm-hmm. but I've always had somebody in the car who was older mm-hmm. with me. Driving at 12? I did. Doing? I drove at 12. Y'all tripping, man. What you mean? In Chicago? Yeah. Shoot. It's the way you learn. There's a lot of cars out there. It's the way you learn. It's a lot of traffic. It's the way you learn. It's the way you die. It's the way you learn. <laughs> It's the way you learn, baby. Hey, you gonna you gonna learn how to drive on these streets, you or you gonna, gonna die learning how to drive on these either streets? Either way, and I ain't got no money to bury you, so you are gonna be in this this mattress with these bed bugs. <laughs> so you know, hey, just don't don't go to go towards the light. Don't go towards the fat man with his tongue out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember driving that early. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the earliest I drove. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I do know that I've taken some, uh, you know, rather illegal spins. Okay. Around the block. Around the block. So you... Yeah, no, nah, you, I, I'm just not going to put that out there. So, oh, yeah. You don't want to go, you don't want to venture into that? Mm-mm. No? No, I don't need. No, what you mean? It's unnecessary. Why not? <laughs> well, this next story, man. Yeah, dog. We back in Florida. We stay in Florida. We stay in Florida. Yeah, we broadcast live from Florida. From Florida, we are actually in Florida right yeah, now. Right now, <laughs> we really are. <laughs> Might as well be. Might as well because there is a twelve-year-old Florida girl who yeah. stole her dad's car, picked up friend. A friend and drove nearly four hundred miles. Picked up a friend. Uh huh. And drove four hundred miles. In today's time, where do you think a twelve-year-old is going to drive four hundred miles? How do you steal the car first off? Uh huh. And how do you manage to go and pick someone else up? Uh huh. And you're still not noticed yet. Uh huh. That's two households. That failed. That is correct. One in a row. In a row. And then to be able to drive four hundred miles. Four nuts. Miles. That's crazy. Four hundred miles. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I don't know where the hell you're going. 
For what? Yeah, for what? Yeah. For Whatever you wanted was .4 miles around the corner. <laughs> Whatever if that. you wanted. If, yeah, if that. If that. Might have been in the next room. That's it. In the kitchen. Well, <laughs> underneath the mattress. And, instead, you want to drive to India. <laughs> this 12-year-old girl picked up her friend who was 14 years old. That's that's a little backwards oh, right there. Oh, yo, stop right there. What? How do you pick up someone older than you and they don't take the wheel? Oh, no, I'm dropping <laughs> you off. <laughs> I'm dropping you off. You already showing me you're not real. It's, it's my dad's car. I'm older. I got more experience, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Let me whip this thing. You been 14 yet? Hmm? You been 13 yet? <laughs> exactly. Let me get this wheel up off you, man. No. 14-year-old. 14-year-old. You're the real enemy in this story. Yes. You're the real failure. Before the parents, it was you. Right. Should have took the wheel. Exactly right. The 14-year-old, honestly, might have given up earlier than the 12-year-old and turned around. Be like, you know what? This is stupid. This is probably a bad idea. After driving like 60 miles down the road, you know what I'm saying? Songs start to be the same. Right. What are we doing? Here here is a better question. Yeah. At 12 and 14, you take a road trip by yourselves for 400 miles. Mm -hmm. What kind of car do you have that you can drive 400 miles and you didn't stop for gas? I mean, other than a Tesla, there, there, there's a couple of Nissans I didn't see. Been getting some, getting good, some money out, yeah, of that, man, yeah. Uh, but it's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. So these these gas station clerks is to blame too. How are you gassing up this hoopty? What are we doing? What are we doing? And it's a truck. <laughs> you said it's, it's a truck, right? It took her dad's truck. I believe. Yeah. 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 And so, as a parent, number one, I'm mad you stole my car. Number two, I'm mad you drove my gas out. Yo, you ain't lying, bro. How did she get back? I I don't know. Well, they they must have been balling, man. From the story, it says the vehicle was trying, stole the car around 1 a.m. Thursday. And the owners of the car didn't realize their daughter or the car was gone at 6 a.m. Hold on. So, how many hours is that? That's uh, five hours, sir. Five hours, and you don't know where you're 12 or you're 14? No. Yeah. Yeah. Five hours? Yeah. No, did they steal it during school hours? Because that no, might be No, this is a.m. This is 1 a.m. Oh. 1 a.m. Yeah. And, and they didn't realize it was going until 6 a.m. When they woke up. When they woke up. They went from Florida to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Ooh. Oh, they didn't want to go there. You lucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you lucked up, buddy. Lucked up there. Yeah. Uh, they went across Florida, Georgia, Alabama with special... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That that was the missing persons report. They put one out in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and Louisiana. You know, that's, this, this story reeks of bed bugs because... I'm going to tell you, there is no 12-year-old in this world that can just simply drive 400 miles well enough to not alert 
anyone right for that amount of time right without having have done it time and time again. right she's a professional driver she's definitely a professional driver i just started a new job that requires me to drive literally every day like 300 miles yes per day yes dog tired dog tired Every single day. A road trip will, will take the life out of you. Right. And I know what I'm doing. Right. So you're talking about a little girl yeah. who really has no... I don't know how much experience she's got. Apparently she's, a lot because she's been taking her dad's car for a while, yeah. which makes sense because he's probably going out to his truck and be like, I know I just filled this truck up oh, yesterday. absolutely. I know I just put gas in this truck yesterday. I'm going to trade this truck in because this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is ridiculous. These girls, they they actually turned themselves in um, just a few hours after making their initial post about uh, the girls on Thursday. The sheriff's office posted that they were found safe in Bayou La La Battery, Alabama. Who? Bayou La Battery. La Baba Yeah. So this is about 400 miles west of their hometown. That's insane, man. They turned themselves in after seeing themselves on television. Which means these fools had to stop somewhere. Yeah. Stop somewhere with the TV? What are y'all doing? What are you doing? Man. Yeah. What are you oh, doing? Oh, no. Yeah. It's, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. What would you do for, to, to your child if they stole your car? Uh-huh. You woke up in the morning to go to work and your car's missing. Yeah. What would you do? Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. First off, I'm going to put my fake foreign accent on. You know what I'm saying? So I apologize if it seems semi-racist. It's not, I promise. It's just me. So you want to be pee in pod with little girl and drive far. So I have proposition for you. You will sleep in bed filled with bed bug. Only nothing but bed bug until I say so. And when you are able to come out of bed bug, you must... Suck tongue. Sorry. <laughs> hey, we want to thank y'all for coming to the church parking lot podcast where it is. And it is. <laughs> What's your thing? you think <laughs> hey man this has been episode 112 man yeah. hey oh god thank y'all for coming out man make sure y'all go check us out on all of our social media oh, oh instagram <laughs> facebook tiktok all of those places youtube we are recording on youtube <laughs> i'm sweating god man. oh god Make sure y'all go check out us, check us out on Church Parking Lot Podcast. <laughs> Churchparkinglotpodcast.com. And our sole sponsor is ShopNewClothes.com, where you can get your hoodies just like this, man. Oh, God. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm Jay Jamal, man. Oh, this is B. Allen. 